following is a presentation of Movement Radio. Welcome to another edition of The Hauntings Up. And here are your hosts, Jeep Hazard and Talon Williams. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's going on? Uh, today, we're going to do a little Hauntings of. We're going to continue on with this series. Talon, what do we got on the slate today? Uh, today, we are talking about the beautiful islands of the Hawaii and the, whether you pronounce it Hawaii or pronounce it Hawaii. Um, yeah, you know, everyone knows about Hawaii, the beautiful sunshine, the sandy beaches, the surf, the views. It's the promised land. <laughs> My promise. Uh, uh, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> but there is a lot of haunted areas of Hawaii. Uh, there is far more to the Hawaiian islands besides its beauty. Um, the Hawaiian Islands, they're no, they're no stranger to haunted places. And some of these haunted ghost stories are very interesting. Many believed that they are the most haunted islands in the world. So, Bubba, I figured you take the odds, I take the evens, and we will discuss the haunted places of Hawaii. All right, I'm good with that. Uh, first up on our list is probably one of the most well-known spots in Hawaii, and that's Pearl Harbor on the island of Oahu. Right. Um, so uh, we're going to start with with that uh, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor Naval Station suffered devastating losses on December seventh, nineteen forty one, when Japan attacked, and that was when, as as you very well know, that's when the United States decided they were going to inject themselves into World War Two. Right. Uh, so thousands of people lost their lives and were wounded during the attack. Uh, Japan also attacked Hickman Air Force Base, which sits next to Pearl Harbor. Since the devastating attack, countless visitors to Pearl Harbor have stated that they have experienced different hauntings. Right. Okay. One of the biggest things that people visit the area claim is a feeling of tremendous sadness, extreme pain, and well as feeling incredibly frightened for no apparent reason right uh and what i would say that's from is from all of the the soldiers and sailors that lost their lives unsuspectingly during the the attacks on pearl harbor you know those those young soldiers didn't have a chance to say goodbye to anybody right and I think that's where that tremendous sadness and extreme pain comes from. And then, you know, the people that, you know, were maybe not soldiers or whatnot, but, you know, they witnessed it. And so they they were like really frightened when the bombs started hitting and everything. So I can kind of see that even though, you know, as you very well know, I'm not a believer in ghosts, but I can understand where these, you know, these feelings of tremendous sadness, extreme pain, and incredibly frightened come from. Right. Well, uh, well, let me let me ask you a question because um, I can't remember how long ago it was. It may have been a year ago. Maybe you can correct me. Uh, when you had traveled to New York to do some work for some of the people that we work with in the office. Um, yeah. You had gone to the 9-11 memorial site where basically ground zero where the where the Twin Towers used to stand. Did you yeah. feel a, a, a type of feeling like 
how it describes by the Pearl Harbor people? Did you feel a sense of? I, I didn't. Um, there was just this eerie. Even though there was there was hundreds of people like bus hustling and bustling around, there was this eerie silence uh, when you were there. So you think that might be so? So you didn't feel. Obviously, you're there. You know exactly what happened. So maybe that's where the sadness comes from. Maybe right. you know the fact that most of these people lost their lives. So you feel the pain and the sorrow that these people are going through. And in a way, maybe not directly, but indirectly, you felt that pain. You know, um, right? But it's eerily silent. Is it? You think it's because of how the structure is set up, or do you think it's because? It's just one of the things where it's like, man, if, when you go to this place, you got to be quiet, respectful for the people who have died. Is it one of those? Uh, no, I don't think I, it was just just that eerie quiet, you know, like, like an unsettling you hear, feeling. You, you could hear like people's footsteps, but it was almost as if nobody was talking. Like there was just like this huge moment of silence always going on. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let me get this dude here. Okay. Is that everything on the? Uh... Uh, well, uh, an, another area believed to be haunted is the USS Arizona, and people state that they they've seen apparitions of soldiers on the dock of the sunken vessel. So I've never been there, but I've, I've seen pictures. And USS Arizona is one of the ships that's that's still there sunk. And it's part of the uh, Pearl Harbor Memorial. Okay. And uh, so people people say that they see apparitions of soldiers doing their daily duties on this sunken ship over and over and over and over, you know, day in and day out. Wow. That's crazy. So people yeah. might think, okay, this is somebody who works for the people who are preserving it. Maybe they think that it's well, them, but it's like, no, it's an actual soldier. It, so, you know. Yeah. Except for the fact that the ship is underwater, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do with it. All right. Um, yeah. Well, if we're gonna move on to the next one, and yep, let's go ahead. And move I'm on. gonna butcher this. I know I am. Um, I'm okay. gonna call it the the Wahawa. I want to say that's how it's pronounced. The Wahawa. I think it's Wah. I think it's Wahiwa. Okay. The Wahiwa Botanical Garden also on the island of Oahu. Um, it says that the garden is located in central Oahu in Hawaii. It says that the garden is 27 acres of beautiful native floral displays and the garden also features Hawaiian fern, over 60 types of trees, and countless hiking trails for visitors to enjoy. Now the garden originally started as a park in the 1920s and in 1957 it officially opened as a botanical garden Local legend has it that it that it that the garden was haunted by something known as the Green Lady. Depictions of huh. the Green Lady vary from person to person. Some people claiming that she is covered in, you know, grass and green mold. Others claim that she has jagged teeth, her hair covered with seaweed, and a fish-like and fish-like scales that are also green. Now, there is one legend that if you cross a certain bridge by yourself in the botanical garden, you will never return. The green lady is also said to have seen, been seen at the local elementary school. Now, sightings, sightings um, of the green lady 
are definitely one of the up there as far as the scariest of scary legends in Hawaiian lore. Now, when you when when you, when you hear all this, the Green Lady, possible, you know, covered with seaweed, fish scales, you know, coming living coming from the garden, possibly seen at the school. This sounds a little bit more like a like a scary story that you would tell your kids to go to sleep, you know, as opposed to a yeah. as opposed to being uh maybe a real life creature. You know, because normally when you talk about ghosts and things like that, there's normally a backstory of someone who really lived. Like if this was the person who maybe started the garden, the person who maybe cultivated it and got all the trees together, got all the countless ferns together, like maybe someone who was involved with the creation, then maybe this could be a a, a ghostly apparition of that person, but they give no information. Right. So really, when you think about it, you can kind of chalk it up to maybe an urban legend, you know. Um, now, we did our urban legend episode a couple of episodes ago. You know, this one, it's, 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 it could be more along those lines as opposed to something of a haunting, you know. Um, and this is, and this, and this, and yeah, this, and this is coming from the guy who believes in ghosts. So if I could see more, more of, an, more of a, an old campfire ghost story than exactly know. not even not even creepypasta just 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 a simple old let's like an old wives tale ghost story almost you know but you know right which i mean if it works you know if it draws people in and if it's part of the tourist experience then maybe that could be something that they could use to bring about business or something along those lines um but yeah but for it to be considered one of the scariest legends in hawaii it does say something if the, you know depending on how long the legend's been around especially if it's going all the way back to the 1950s so that could be something right. there as well okay all right yeah. so you got the next one bubba next up uh we're going to talk about the honolulu airport ah. so the honolulu airport opened in 1927 okay, okay. uh thousands of people a day travel to or out of Oahu <clears throat> but based on the Honolulu ghost stories told by locals on the island there is one individual who never leaves the airport mm-hmm. okay. okay and they say it's a blonde woman in a white dress why is it always in a white dress it's always it's always the ghost is uh, the female ghosts are always in white right. dresses Maybe maybe but, maybe it maybe it's a call to their you know virginity or something you know because you wear white on a wedding to you simplify purity I don't know but anyway continue could be that or it could be um, I guess uh, women are always depicted as um, angels yeah. angels are in white um, yeah. so it could be that uh, but anyway so the blonde lady in white they they have dubbed her the lady in waiting hmm. and she's been spotted in different areas of the airport including at the gate okay all right uh the story states that she'd fallen in love with a man who had intended to marry her when he left on a flight and never came back the lady in waiting was devastated so she took her own ah, that makes sense all right so the white dress that she could be wearing is a wedding dress possibly i can see yeah. that yes um uh, you know, maybe she he was on his way to 
uh, on his way home to go to the to the wedding or whatnot and never showed up. I, I don't right. know, but uh, you know that would that would symbolize the white right. dress. Um, so other paranormal witnesses have seen other unusual sights, such as a ghost on the uh, Wakiki shuttle and toilets flushing on their own. Uh, now, in today's day and age, with the automatic flushing toilets, I, I, I we'll chalk that up as uh, it, electronic mishaps or right. whatnot. Uh, but it says that people have also experienced the sensation of someone sitting on their chest causing them to choke. Now that that could be sleep that that could that I, could be chalked up to sleep paralysis. Uh, it could be, but I mean, if you're just sitting there, say you're you're on the plane or you're in the uh, the terminal waiting for your plane to depart uh, or anything, and and you're just sitting there, and all of a sudden you feel this like tremendous weight pushed down on right. your chest and it, to where you can't breathe. Then you're like, oh, man, what in the hell is going on right. here? Right? Um, so they have dubbed the entity that causes that the choking ghost. Sense. Let's come up with something a little more right. original, yeah. though. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm uh, pretty sure they're not going to ask the ghost, hey, what's your name? So we can figure out what to call you. It's just the choking ghost. Right. That's your choking ghost. All righty. Um, uh, next up uh, is I'm gonna again I'm gonna butcher it, the Lao Theater. I'm gonna say it's how it's pronounced, and it is in uh, yeah. Waluka. Waluka. I want to say that. Okay, the Lao Theater in Waluka. Um, it says that number six is in our rundown of the scariest stories of, in Hawaii leads us to the historic Lao Theater. Now, the Lao Theater first opened back in 1928. Over the years, it has, it has been home to countless plays and other events. The Lao Theater is also believed to be home to an unconsiderable un amount of paranormal activities. Staff members and patrons of the theater have claimed to experience an, an, an assortment of unusual activities. Some witnesses claim a friendly female ghost wandering around the stage as well as sitting in different seats in the theater. Ghosts of Hawaii soldiers have been reported spotted in the basement. Other activities reported include shadowy figures in the theater's lower level, cold spots, and people hearing voices. Now, for the most okay. part, you could probably chalk like if we go back a little bit, the female want the female ghost that's wandering around the stage, as well as sitting in different seats in the theater. Could this be maybe this was someone who was involved with the show, involved with the play, and she's sitting to see where the good seats are to let people know? Could this be wandering around the stage, maybe rehearsing lines? Could that be what the disembodied voices are, the cold spots? Could they be, you know, possibly air conditioning units not working correctly and then popping on every once in a while? Shadowy figures up in the lower level, could that be, you know, different shadows, you know, could they be the patrons who went there? Maybe they loved it so much that their soul was, you know, transported there. Um, now, the ghost of Hawaii soldiers being reported in the basement 
could that basement have been used as somewhat of a hideout in time of war? Uh, you know, that sounds. You know, I, it sounds like it would work right, for me. You know, so, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the Loud Theater. If you ever get a chance, go check it out when you're in Hawaii. And by the way, you can book a room anytime you want to. And where can they book these rooms at? HauntedRooms.com. HauntedRooms. That's right. We're not sponsored, not yet. But anyway, all right. So we're gonna so we're gonna go on to the next one, Bubba. Yep. Uh, next what? Next up, we got the Hilton Hawaiian Village, which is also located on Oahu. How does it wind up that everything I'm talking about? Is on the island. Oh, I got of Oahu. one coming up, okay. so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Hilton, it, the Hilton Hawaiian Village is located on 22 acres of pristine beachfront property. Yep. Okay. Uh, the resort offers its guests with much more than easy access to the beach. It also affords guests with rooms to the largest hotel in the Hilton chain. Guests also get to enjoy over 90 boutiques and shops, numerous restaurants that serve a broad range of international cuisine, as well as the largest pool on the island. Guests can also pamper themselves at the Waikiki's largest I bet Paris spot. had something to do with that, didn't she? <laughs> uh, it's very, very possible. possible. Uh, so I say all that to say that guests at the Hilton Hawaiian Village also have the opportunity to experience some paranormal activity. Right. One legend states that back in 1959, a hotel employee watched a young woman vanish right before mm-hmm. his eyes. Right. All right. There are claims that someone murdered the young woman in her room at the hotel. Other sightings by guests and host- hotel staff include that of a beautiful woman in a red hmm. dress. I wonder what the significance of the red Nine dress times is. Out of ten. So we kind of got well, the, the red dress normally is involved when you think of the color red, you think of passion, fire, power. You think of more of more exotic because red is a more exotic color than white is. So you would think maybe this one was more of a mistress. You, you always hear about the lady in red woman of the night maybe that's who she was yeah it, it's very possible so I mean because we we always hear the the lady in the white dress it's always the white dress um but now like th- th- it's just to me it's just a little odd that it's it's a beautiful woman in a red dress so is she like someone's mid- that, mistress that, that's, that's what I'm thinking too uh, you know, like, and maybe it was a crime of passion. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, So people have seen her roaming the hotel's halls, while other people claim to have seen her Mm -hmm. on the beach. Um, There are claims that the woman in red is Madame Pele, the volcano goddess. The red dress would make sense when we talk about then the wet red dress volcano would make sense. fire lava um, eruptions passion you know you know right. the sudden urge to erupt you know you know that would that wouldn't be a very good indication so with that being said if you knew the story of the volcano goddess could you possibly take that and then 
incorporate it into a fairy tale of your own to attract guests to the Hilton Hawaiian Village. Could that be a possibility? Uh, you could. Uh, so uh, the uh, <clears throat> I did a little bit of research on uh, Madame mm-hmm. Pele. Uh, and it says that she is the goddess of fire, lightning, wind, dance, and volcano. So basically, she's fusion from Mortal Kombat. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, makes right. sense. Yes. Uh, it says the woman who devoured. It, she is also known as the woman who devours the land. Pele's home is believed to be uh, Hale Mau Mau Crater at the summit of Kihili. And I'm sure I'm butchering you all of these are. names. <laughs> uh, but that is one of the world's most famous volcanoes. However, all of Hawaii lays uh, the setting for her stories so that to this day, any volcanic eruption in Hawaii is attributed hmm. to her longing to be with her ah. true love. That would that would probably... Yeah, that's, that's so, an interesting story. It kind of ties in with the whole... Yeah lady in red concept that the that the hotel was probably going for maybe right yeah um so it says that she is renowned for her passionate and fiery temperament and many people who visit the islands will hear stories of her power and destruction Mm -hmm. she was one of six daughters and seven sons born to uh hamea an ancient earth goddess uh and Cain Malejo, the creator of the sky, earth, and upper so heavens. Pele's siblings include Cain, uh, Kamehali, Namaka, as well as 13 sisters with the same name of Kikiki. Oh, so now we're going into a little bit of Maori warrior, Samoan religious culture in some respects when you talk about yeah, exactly. That's, that's something that a lot of people would would find them cultures. You know, certain people uh-huh. they have their they have their traditions and they have their cultures and they have their superstitions and they have their beliefs. Possibly, this was something that they were warning people about. You know, oh, so, it's very yeah, possible. It's very interesting. Ow! I just kicked my damn toe on this stupid bench that I'm using for the computer. <laughs> That hurt. Anyway, all right. So we're gonna go on to the next one. Uh, we're gonna talk about Highway One. This is also on the island of Oahu. Now, Highway One is another one of the most haunted places in Hawaii that are located on the island. And Highway One is a roadway that passes through the Kula Mountains. I, hope, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. The Kula Mountains. History states that many ancient warriors perished in those mountains. Construction on the highway took much longer than expected. It took roughly seven years until completion. That's it. I'm sorry. Well, I, I was going to say I was about to say that's insane. But uh, living here in Chattanooga, they've been working on uh, Highway 27 for like bro, these twelve dude, years. They have, they've been trying to fix I-75 <laughs> since 1993. You know. That's it's, it's insane. I, exactly. But yeah, it took them seven years to, to 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 basically make this road over this over this mountain. So one of the reasons the construction took so long 
for so many years is the countless workers who claim to see ghosts and that the ghosts would either leave work the same I'm sorry, let me read that over again because I think I miscurred it. One of the reasons the constru- that construction took so many years is that countless workers who claim to see ghosts would either leave work the same day they seen ghosts or they would leave the next day and never return. People working on the highway claimed along, claimed along with seeing countless ghosts, they also heard voices of warriors speaking to them. People have also made claims that they have heard the cries of warriors inside the tunnels and along the highway. During the process of building Highway Highway 1, the bones of ancient warriors were excavated. The moving of the bones is said to have disturbed the warriors' final resting place, thus the many sightings of ghosts. Now, the mountain. Now, you, we always talk, you know, about you know, people. We talked about in the previous entry. People have their beliefs. They have their superstitions. They have their, especially the, with the warriors, the Maui warriors, the Hawaiian, you know, warriors, the people who fought. You know, they they ate the flesh of their enemies to build mana. You know, and I'm sure there were countless warriors who have died in battle. Could this could this mountain oh, yeah. where they had died been? A resting place, like I said, that could have been the final resting place of the warriors. Um, because there's a lot of, I don't know if you knew about this, but there was a couple of years ago when um, the old Bilo, now the Food City in Rossville, they were actually talking about tearing it down because it was on an ancient Indian burial ground from, you know, back right. in the day with, you know, John Ross and all them was, you know, trying to, you know, conserve it for, you know, the Native American um, reservation. It was some type of thing. I can't remember the exact name of it, but yeah, but there was a point where they didn't want to disrupt or disturb the final resting place. Um, And that's always been a big, big thing in terms of superstitions and, you know, releasing demons or releasing ghosts into the world is when you disturb their resting place. Kind of like how... You know, people who rob graves, you know, there there's always a sense of paranoia with those people after they do something like that, you know, because it's always like you stole from someone who physically can't get it back. But it's almost as if that that conscience it's like almost like your conscience is telling you, yo, you fucked up and it's going to be with you for the rest of your life, you know, until you return it to the final resting place, you know. Um, so when it comes to terms of, you know hearing the cries of the warriors hearing you know especially if people know that that's where people fought and died it's no different than going to the going to a battlefield and maybe you you hear something was that a gunshot didn't sound like a gunshot maybe that was a gunshot i don't know might have been an older gunshot who knows you know and then you smell sulfur and it's like why do i smell sulfur what's going on repent 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 you know something like that you know right um but yeah but a lot of them hawaiian traditions especially with with, with 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 you know focus on battle you know focus on especially the, the Maui warriors you know which were more along the the Polynesian islands and you know the Samoans in the, in the, in the Isle of Samoa um, but the Hawaiians had their own you know warriors as well you know and you know but to disturb a resting place significantly could possibly bring about ghosts you know, for for people who, you know, who do believe in ghosts, you know, that is a 
very, very, you don't want to disrupt anybody, anyone's final resting place, you know, because it's disrespectful to the people who were no, there, I, I, their families, their heritage, their people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, one of, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the most disrespectful, but it's up there. One of the most disrespectful things I think any person could ever do is to disrupt a uh, a person's right. grave, their 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 last place yes. of rest. Like I, it takes, to, in my opinion, it takes a a huge huge piece of trash to uh, yeah mess and with something like even that. Even if it's you know, and and that's yeah, and then that's on the extreme side of it. If you go to the more of an accidental side, like hey, we're just trying to build this road. You know, and then the road happens to be in, you know, involved with it. Then it becomes a little bit like, oh, shit, how do we how do we fix this? You know what I mean? Instead of just, oh, you know, well, you know, which right. which really, I mean, do people really? I mean, I'm sure people do get buried with a lot of expensive stuff. But I mean, hell, I mean, once I die, I don't give a shit what you do to my body. I'm not going to be using it. So what the, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, I think some people. And, and I know a lot in like ancient Egyptian yeah. culture and everything. They'd be but, mummified uh, with their with their treasures and things know, like that. Yes, yes. And in some of the the tombs and everything, it's you know there's tons of gold and you know artifacts and everything that uh, yeah they're buried. Hey man, with, they need to be so. careful, man. They gonna fuck around and bring back the city of Hamanoptera, then we're all in trouble. Anyway, you know. Uh, right? Shout out to those who got that reference. Anyway, you got the next one, bro. <laughs> if you if you can pronounce it, because I can't. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I'm gonna butcher it. But um, we are talking about uh, Nua New Pali we'll Highway, <laughs> uh, and that's also on the island okay. of Oahu. Uh, so I'm taking it that Oahu is probably the most haunted island of the so, Hawaiian yes. islands. But uh, just from what what I'm seeing here. Uh, but so uh, one of the most infamous and all supposed one of the most infamous of all supposed true Hawaiian ghost stories comes from the Nuanu Pali Highway. Uh, the Nuanu Pali Highway is the main highway on the island of Oahu. Okay. It connects the the windward side of the island with downtown Honolulu. Construction on... Yeah. Uh, So construction on the original road started back in 1845. That's a long way. That's a long time ago. Hell, that was back before Hawaii was even a state, wasn't it? Because uh, Hawaii I didn't become so. a state until what the 1960s, something like that. Uh, no, I think it was. I think it was before that. Uh, Hawaii was a state when World War okay, II I, happened. It says. It says when did Hawaii 40. become a state? It was August 21st, 1959. Yeah, 19. Wow, so it wasn't even a state when Pearl Harbor, when um. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was because we stormed the beach in Normandy in 19, June 6, 1944. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Pearl Harbor happened in yeah, 41. Yeah, so it wasn't even a state during World War. Wow. Man. Yeah. 
it, it is. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Wow. So the United States had a so Pearl Harbor had you know we were there in Pearl Harbor before Hawaii was an official state, huh? Uh, it must have been yeah, a territory, Puerto Rico like territory. the uh, Puerto Rico, uh, U.S. territory, yeah. Virgin Islands, places like so, that. Okay, I think so. Uh, yeah, it it must have been one of those situations. Right. Uh, Wasn't there then. a thing? So, so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you so off. Wasn't there a thing a couple where they wanted to make Puerto no, no, Rico no, no, the 51st state? Uh, yes. There was, uh, and a lot of people believe that it should be. I would say, I mean, it's been a, a U.S. territory for uh, dozens upon dozens of years. So I, I yeah. we might as well go ahead yeah. and make it a state. Yeah, you can figure out where to bounce the stars on the flag. Why not? Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's yeah. get back to uh, let's get back to the highway here. Uh, Yep. So uh, along the breathtaking Pali Highway, developers created the Nuanu Pali Tunnels. According to legend, different areas along the Nuanu Pali Highway right. are haunted. Uh, at the Pali Lookout, people have seen Hawaiian soldiers being tossed off of the cliff as well as a ghost in white. Now, it doesn't say whether this ghost is a male or a female. They just say right. it's a now, ghost in white. Now, are the soldiers white. being thrown off by the ghost uh, in white? Okay. Uh, it doesn't say. But that would be interesting. Uh, it is also believed that if you tried to transport pork across the poly highway, first your car will stop, and then an old woman with a dog makes her presence known. Now, that's something I would like to test and see. Like, I would put pork in my car and try to transport it across this house. I seen, I seen the Just movie see. Devil. Fuck that. Uh-uh. I ain't, I ain't doing... Uh-uh. Now, <laughs> hell no. You ain't gonna be no old-ass woman coming at me with her eyes blacked out talking about, you want to feed my dog? Fuck you, lady. Get away from me. Hell no. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, but it says... In order to get past that section of the Pali Highway, the old woman's dog must be fed huh. the pork. Like all, like all the pork or some of the pork. <clears throat> you know, what if, okay, what if, what I, if we had, I don't, do I get my hot dog? I don't know, but, but if it's, here's the thing, but if it's an apparition of a ghost and you throw it some pork, it's just right. going to go through it. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. That, oh man. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm no. I know not the. Well, okay. Well, wait a second. Time out. Because don't they have luau's where they have the big ass pig with with apple in its mouth? Like, don't. Do they transport that? Do they have to feed some of the pork to the to, to the dog to get it back to the to the place where we can have the luau and you know see the Hawaiian women and, and you know dancing and stuff like that and then you get your funny name and all. I don't know. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, it's I, I don't know, man. Even Some for me, of these, that was a little bit far fetched. Yeah, I, some of these are just a little, a little out there. Some of them I can be like, even as a a non believer, I'm like, well, man, that's that's possibly 
true. I I can get that one. But then like, so you got to feed the dog the pork. I'm like, um, no, yeah, no. And I think that's why, no. that's why I think it's now I think it's so difficult for so many people to actually believe in ghosts because the it, it's almost like the weird out of nowhere, unplausible stories are so far out there that the ones that are true people don't believe in them because of the ones that are so far out there you know and maybe some of the ones that are very right. far out there you know the old saying truth is stranger than fiction so there you go but you never know all right so we're going to jump on to the very next one and this the the hickam i want to say that that's yes. pronounced correctly the hickam air force base now in now and this is also on yes. the island of oahu now in September of 1938, construction of the Hickam Air Force Base completed making the base ready for use. The following year, construction on the main barracks started. In 1940, the base had everything the military a military person could need. Now the now the barracks had everything from squadron day rooms, a mess hall, a medical dispensary, laundry utilities, barber shops, and other creature comforts. The soldiers on the base could desire. Seems like a nice place that you would like to go to. Um, now, the soldiers enjoyed Sounds their like home it. away from home so much they gave the barracks the nickname of the Heckam Hotel. When the Jap now, when the Japanese attacked Pearl okay. Harbor on December seventh, Hickam Air Force suffered a tremendous amount of damage. Now, since December seventh, a number of unusual incidents and accidents have occurred at the Air Force Base. One incident particularly occurred in 1955 when an R6D1 was attempting to land during a heavy rainstorm in the dark. The R6D1 crashed and more than 60 people died. Whew. So why are you coming in during a heavy rainstorm and it being dark? You know, maybe the deluge kind of came in as you were landing, before you landed, who knows? Uh, other instances are be. more of the paranormal kind. People who have been on the base have claimed to hear the sounds of soldiers dying. Others have claimed to hear what they say amounts to the sounds of bombs striking and exploding. Which makes sense, seeing as that it is in Hawaii, close to Pearl Harbor, where the Pearl Harbor attacks took place. Additionally, report, reports claim that World War II soldiers in their army fatigues wandering around different areas of the base. Another claim is that there is a ghost on the base that likes to play pranks on people. The ghost named Charlie, because of course, because of course, huh. apparently likes to throw objects and switch radio yeah. stations. Witnesses also claim that the guard shack on the base is also haunted. Witnesses claim to have seen a ghost of the soldier in his uniform at the shack at night. The soldier had apparently been killed while on duty at the shack. There you go. This kind of ties back into the Pearl Harbor thing as well. Um, you know, so, you know, there's the, yeah, so many does. people, you know, Pearl Harbor being one of the most, one of the most significant I won't say events, but one of the most significant moments of his of our history because that it was the it was that attack which set us up to enter into World War II, which you know which aligned us with right 
you know, other our, our other allies and stuff where we, you know, went and we, you know, hit the beaches of Normandy and everything and thousands upon thousands of people lost their lives. Um, but, you know, the soldiers that remained got to come home. You know, they're the real heroes. They fought for our freedom and they fought to avenge what happened here, you know. Um, now, that was more of Army, Navy, you know, stuff like that. Um, with this... You know, the stories of World War II soldiers still being there, almost as if like, was this their final resting place where they died or was this this the place like maybe they had no family to go home to. So they stayed there, you know, or maybe this is what they want, like, especially the ghosts who like to pull pranks on people. You know, we all enjoy a good once in a while. You know, you you sit there, you ain't doing nothing. You're listening to the radio and all of a sudden. And I don't think I don't think it get more horrible than this. You're listening to some type of rock song on the radio station that switches right over to talk radio, and then bam, you get hit in the head with a shoe or something. You know, it's like what just happened to me. You know, and then I guess that's where the term "sorry Charlie" came from. I don't know, but exactly yeah, right. And, uh, sorry, and Charlie. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know more about <laughs> uh, the Air Force Base, check out hornetrooms.com, and you'll be able to click on a link that's specific to the list itself. All right. So now we're down to number one. Bubba, you want to take it? Well, uh, in case anybody was wondering, we're back (laughs) to the island of Oahu. All right. And we're going to talk about the Oahu Community Correctional Facility. Listening. Anytime Um, anytime a correctional facility is involved, I got to listen to it. So last. Yeah. So, last but not least, <clears throat> I'm sorry, last but certainly not least, on our haunted Hawaii trip, it brings us to the Community Correctional Facility of Oahu. Uh, it is Hawaii's largest jail, and it houses 950 beds on 16 acres of on the island or uh on, on Honolulu in Honolulu. No, you good. Uh, sorry. Uh <laughs> of course. Little tongue tied stuff happened. Um so 950 this this facility will will house 950 people across 16 acres. Yeah, That's 16 a acres big, is a big area. area. And we talk about overpopulation right. a lot um with jails Yes, exactly. Especially when it which comes then to again, prisoners. I think maybe maybe thirty five to forty five percent of the prisoners that are in prison right now are there under frivolous circumstances. But we're not going to get into that right now. That's a different topic. Yeah, we will talk about that right now. Yep, that's, that, uh, that's, that, that's 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 for the shoot for episode. Time. Anyway, go ahead. Uh-huh. Hey, right. Uh, so the facility not only provides a place for an individual awaiting trial, but it also offers numerous other services and programs for the detainees. Prisoners can get help with parenting skills, substance abuse, and wow, domestic violence issues. You mean a prison that so actually wants good. to reform instead of punish? Yeah. Holy shit. I know. Uh, it's a weird concept. What? Uh, the facility offers also offers a work furlough program so jobs in the laundry facility the kitchen uh long before the facility became what it is today it was the oahu prison 
Uh, so from 1909 to 1944, 47 men okay. were hung at the prison. So they they changed it from a prison to an actual right. correctional facility, which I think we need we need more correctional right. facilities. It makes sense. Prison, it makes sense only from the standpoint that non-violent offenders for me like i mean if you mean if you murdered 12 people with a hacksaw then yeah put his ass in prison you know but if but if you have a drug problem right and you get caught with a dime bag or something like you know or you know like a crack rock or something like don't send this person to prison this person needs rehab it doesn't he doesn't need you know to be punished for having an addiction you know what i mean but anyway right i'm right there with you um, so between 1909 and 1944, 47 men were hung at the Oahu prison. Okay. All right. So where the gallows once stood, there are now offices. There are prisoners that have been in the facility who have made claims of cell doors that, that rattle. Be, that, <sighs> that could be wind. That could be wind guards fucking with them. Uh, ground shifting. I mean, you got to think the building that we work in. You can yeah. you can hear it sway. You know, uh, you can you can sometimes mm-hmm. you, can, you you hear the creaking of it, and that's not ghosts. That's we work nineteen floors above the ground, and the wind right. well, you catches the building we had that and moves it a little bit. A while you know, back. I was coming. I didn't tell you this story, but you know, because it has some pretty heavy gusts of wind. I'm coming. I'm coming down the. Uh, the I'm coming down the. Not yeah. the elevator. I'm going down the. Uh, the stairs, um, and you can hear it crackling. Then and it's like, if you if you never hear it for the if you've never heard it before, it'll freak you out, you know. But then but then you think, oh wait a minute, this building's oh, yeah. been here since. Since my mom, my mom used to work in this building when she used to work for a doctor's office. So I know we're fine. So, you know. Right. Uh, So then it says guards who have attempted to sleep in the squad room of the present day facility claim something about the room makes it very difficult to sleep. Uh, But they they don't really say what. Uh, So if if the only things that they say are the door, some doors, some cell doors rattle and it's difficult to sleep in the squad room. How are you the most haunted place? Yeah, that one, that Hawaii. one, I, this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't uh, well, see. Here's the thing. Like, see, I when, just don't get it, but also because, and, and this doesn't even, I don't think this is the most haunted place in Hawaii. And to be honest, I don't even think it, it's because it's, it's the only prison on the list. I don't even think it's in the top 10 of most haunted prisons. You know, when you think of, you know, when you think of prisons, you think of Moundsville State Prison, you think of Waverly Hills, you think of all these other different prisons. Waverly Hills, I think, is a hotel. Maybe I might be thinking of something else. But anyway, yeah, you think of all these different haunted places, you know, you know, where it was more than just because you said right here, you specifically said from 1909 to 1944. 47 people were hung. So if I'm given laws of averages, let's see, right. that's 20, wait, that's 35 years? 
So in 35 years, only 47 people died via hanging. 40, 47 people died within a right. week at, you know, the West Virginia State Prison. You know, more people died there. More people, there was like 94 executions within the first like six months of that place, you know, and we'll get to that when we get to West Virginia, whenever we come around to, which will probably end up being the last few uh, episodes of this whole uh, series that we're doing. Um, so to break it down out of all the ones that we looked at, which one w- was the most interesting to you? Um, like I said, the the I, I would like to try to get pork across the bridge, uh, just to see if my car right. stalls out and somebody with a dog shows up. Um, that, but I, I'm I've always right. been a sucker for Pearl Harbor, uh, and anything that happens there. So those two would be my uh, for most me interesting. Um, and like the the highway. For the, for the for the dog in the pork and stuff like that that one's kind of far-fetched for me like highway one the 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 the, the final resting place for probably warriors and stuff because you know how you know i'm big into you know warrior culture culture like i watch like you know 300 and all in war films and things like that so something that I could look look like and be like right. man you know what could that have been like for the people who were there at the time and if that was indeed their final resting place was it accidentally disturbed by the creation of the highway and if so has it been fixed since would it have been fixed since you know so that's something to look forward to but right. all right that is it ladies and gentlemen hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the hauntings of Hawaii um I think our next one, if I'm not mistaken, let's see, let's see, A, B, C, D, D, H, I. So it's either Iowa, Idaho, Indiana, Illinois, one of them eyes uh, that's going to be next on the docket for us. Um, I'm pretty positive it's yeah, um, ID. Yeah, so it would be I, Idaho? Idaho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I guarantee you there's going to be a haunted potato at some point. <laughs> there's probably going to be a damn haunted potato in there, probably. Um, but anyway, uh, all right. Well, again, right. thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Chip, you want to take us home? Ah, as always, please do not leave without leaving a like, share, subscribe, and all that. Check us on out your on our different social media platform. platforms: Facebook, YouTube. Uh, what else we got? Instagram, Twitter. Y'all know the socials. We'll plug them for you. Check out our YouTube page. Make sure you hit like, uh, click that bell, and uh, make sure you hit the bell to uh, get our, notified of our latest videos. Man, I got I haven't done that in so long. It's insane. It's incredible. I know we got to get we got to. It's kind of hard to get back into, into the man. groove it's, of it things. Is, it's insane, but alrighty. So let's go ahead and let's do it again. <laughs> I know. Uh. As always, please do not leave without leaving a like, share, subscribe. Check on us your out favorite, on Facebook, Instagram, pl- Twitter, platform. TikTok. Check out our in- our uh, YouTube channel and make sure you hit that bell to get ne- notified of our latest videos. I am Talon Williams. I am Chip Hazard. Black Lives Matter. And this is Movement Radio. <laughs>